is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. Hey, what's up, folks? And welcome to another episode of Dealer News Today in partnership with the good people over at Cox Automotive and Dave Canton Group. I am your host, Derek D. Yes, the same Derek D. whose first car was a 1988 Toyota Camry, and I took care of it like it was a pristine Ferrari Testarossa. But I can assure you, it wasn't. The interior was burgundy, and it was awesome. But either way, I got an awesome show for you today on DNT. We're going to jump right in. My guest is the Associate Vice President of Operations at Cox Automotive, Dealer Track FNI Solutions. He's been named a 40 under 40, and we'll get into that. He's a family man and an all-around good dude with a fun last name. Ladies and gentlemen, Emil Bonga. Hey, Derek. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me today. Uh, really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Ah, no problem. Thanks for coming on Dealer News today. And as I said, Emil is the Associate VP of Operations at Cox Automotive, Dealer Track FNI Solutions. But before we get into all the automotive industry stuff, where are you from, man? So, from New York, um, living on Long Island here. I've been here all my life, pretty much. Hence the heavy accent, the New York accent I got. Yeah, but it's solid, man. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you been went working to, on it since birth. There you go. You went to Hofstra University, right? I did, yeah. I graduated back in 2001 here on Long Island. Wow. It's it, it's it's crazy. Like, 2001, 2000. Like, it's, to us, it seems like, oh, that's not that long ago. But it's like, it's, uh, it's 20 years ago. Yeah, I know, right? You <laughs> seem like, oh, no, the 2000s, they all kind of blend together. But it's like, wow, that's 20 years ago. Like, I remember Y2K. Like, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. I totally agree with you. I, right? I, I don't feel like I am what I am right now. Yeah. Like, it's like, what? How old am I? What's going on? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But um, one, one, one fact about Emil that's pretty cool. He was uh, named Auto Remarketing's 40 Under 40 in uh, 2018, I believe, right? What is that? What? What's that? Uh, what's that entail? You were an honoree. Uh, I, I was, yeah. So I, uh, I got a pretty cool award. So we, um, I was, uh, you know, I'm pretty honored that Automotive Marketing uh, chose me. So we, uh, we uh, flew from New York down to Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Had a ceremony, got an award. They featured me, and I, you know, I was able to put a picture of my family in, uh, in the write up as well. And it was, it was a public thing. It was pretty cool, actually. But. Uh, Appreciate you bringing that up. Thank you. No, no problem at all. I mean, another pretty cool thing would be to be in Phoenix, Arizona right now and not where we are right now uh, with this with this crazy snowstorm we got going on. (laughs) That's right. I'm I'm watching the snow and the blizzard come down as we speak. Yeah. And I'm in Jersey, so I'm not far from you. So, yeah, we're getting the same thing. Um, Well, anyway, let's let's jump into it, you know, uh, into the uh, automotive industry, which you are very familiar with, of course being the Associate Vice President of Operations at Cox Automotive. Uh, what, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges dealerships are facing with, the, with let's say, you know, the digital workflow and, uh, and closing deals right now? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think we all know what occurred last year with the pandemic just threw everybody for a complete curve. Yeah. I think that um, we, I give dealers a lot of credit and technology companies like ours a lot of credit. What we've all had to figure out is how do we adapt? How do we how do we help our dealer customers? How do we help our lender partners, even the consumers? Um, how, how, do the, how do we help them all adapt through this current change in order to be able to like still sell vehicles? Yeah, um, and that really started with uh, really more of the the pre qualification and finding inventory, which are still probably the two biggest things when you think about you know delivering a vehicle is getting the consumer qualified into that right payment that they can afford 
getting them into the right vehicle and really avoiding any missteps or errors by any data entry, you know, paper processes. How do we take all that and make it a digital process? That's really what the pandemic called for and that we had to all work towards. And I think that we've got that in place now. And we're really, you know, uh, hammering that through. You know, I was talking to, I was interviewing someone on one of the last, last episodes where we were talking about how, you know, even though the pandemic and COVID-19 is a terrible thing that happened, it really forced a lot of businesses, including the automotive industry, to kind of jump ahead, like being forced to, to, to go digital and go online and people realizing, wow, it's easier to shop for cars, easier to shop for anything online where maybe you know, obviously a lot of people did it for years but they never really thought about cars at, you know buying online or going through that whole process of buying a car online so that the, the digital workflow has has really helped I think to close a lot of deals and I think in the future when this stupid pandemic is done <laughs> you know it'll be a good it'll be a good marriage of online and actually going to the dealership. Cause I do enjoy going there to get the car and test drive it and things like that. But I don't enjoy being there for three and a half hours to close the whole deal. Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, I just bought a new car recently and I, I'm the same with you. I wanted to go there, test drive the car. I wanted to feel that leather, smell the new car. Sure. At the same point. I wanted to, everything that I did online with giving all my information to already be at the dealership and have them do as much as they can before me coming in really so I can just spend time taking the car and going on my way. So I'm 100% with you. You know, in fact, um, we, you know, at Cox Automotive feel like digital retailing is no longer a nice to have. It's really a must have. Sure. Anticipate that it's going to it's gonna remain. I mean, ultimately, in the short term, even with the promise of the vaccine, our, our recent 2021 prediction study indicates that less than one third of dealerships and consumers think things will go back to normal in 2021. I mean, with the vaccine, how long will it actually take to roll it out? I think we'd be foolish to think that things would, you know, drastically change pretty quickly. You know, one, one other stat that we saw, which I thought was pretty interesting, is nine out of 10 dealerships and consumers believe consumers will do even more of their shopping online over in person in 2021. So exactly what you just said, that whole Amazon feel and everybody getting used to shopping online, mm. it's going to keep continuing. I mean, that's, I think, the reality of what we, where we all are now. Yeah, I think so, definitely, because you have that that curve of like, you know, yeah, it's it's going down, we're getting the vaccine, but people are still going to be skittish, if yep. you will. Yep. They're going to be like, well, wait, wait a second, if I could do this online, I'm going to do this online. But moving forward, once, you know, once we got this under control and we are getting it under control, and once we do fully, you know, you, you have to have both. Dealerships have to be able to do both. You know, it, it, you know, I'm sure there's some dealerships out there like, no, you know, once... Once the, the, the pandemic's over, we're going back to the way that always worked for us. And that would be a pretty closed-minded way to go about it. But, you know, that some are probably going to do that. And it's probably going to hurt their bottom line. And, and you know, to not being open to, um, you know, all the, all, all, the, all the technology and the things you could do with buying cars online. Yeah. Oh, absolutely agree. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's, it's obviously we've been talking about, you know, digital retail. And it's no surprise it's boom because of COVID-19. And like I said, not not a good thing, you know, but it's always good to take positives out of a bad thing. You know, when no, no one wishes the pandemic happened, but it did. So many industries had to adjust, just like the automotive industry. Uh, do you think things will return to, quote unquote, normal? Like we kind of talked about this or is, you know, digital retailing is, is definitely here to stay. But do you think, you know, it'll be more of that than back to the, quote unquote, normal way? 
Um, I I think that we're going to see the the changes that dealerships have put in from a digital perspective are going to continue. And, and there's a few reasons why I think that. I mean, if we were to go back, I mean, prior to even the pandemic started, basically about 18 months ago, you know, we we we're pioneers. I think dealer track we've been for a long time. Like we created, as we know, e-contracting today. Right. But it took. You know, we created that back in 2004, and we really, it took a long, long time to see adoption. And going back, like I was saying, 18 months ago, we even released a new version of our e-contracting product called uh, digital contracting. And, and that's what that's what you call decon, right? That's right, exactly, decon. Okay. And what we found is last year, well, there was a huge surge um, right when the pandemic started, as the pandemic continued, when digital really became that you needed to adopt it, a surge in digital contracting utilization. And we, we needed to be there to really help our dealers with embracing that change of how do you actually do the digital contract. So what we did is we even created some new technology to help. So first thing was we created something called assisted remote signing. And I, and I absolutely love this because if you think about during the, you know, where we are now and you've got to be respectful of social distancing, I mean, how do you do social distancing with paper and, and a pen? I mean, it's just, it, you can't do that. Well, like you, when you're in that room signing all the paperwork, exactly, you buy exactly. Car. That's exactly it, right? When you're in a little, you know, room with the finance manager, and how do you have social distancing when you have to pass a pen back and forth or a piece of paper back and forth? So we created something called assisted remote signing, and it could be used whether the consumer is actually in the showroom or outside of the showroom. What we found is a lot of dealerships adapted it within the showroom, and they they helped to use that as a technology to solve for social distancing. So while a customer is in the showroom, the, the dealership can pair the, to their device to the consumer's device, and they can actually review all the paperwork electronically together. And the consumer then can sign everything right on the tablet or on the consumer's own device. So this way, the dealership doesn't have to pass back any you know objects between the two. Um, it's just electronically, it all happens. So that was one. The second thing that we, we realized- I th- Not to cut you off, I think that's good- Pandemic or not, that's good. Yeah, totally, <laughs> yeah. totally, yeah. It was it was technology we had that we had, you know, on the shelf, and we said, hey, there, there's this pandemic's going on, Let, let's get this out there. And we didn't even think about how it could help with social distancing, and a lot of dealerships took it upon themselves as a best practice, and then we were able to leverage and roll that out more nationally uh, for dealerships. Yeah, and, like, and, and that's one of those things where because of the pandemic, which sucks, but you're, you were, it was almost forced to happen, which is, is good to move forward to that real quickly instead of, you know, maybe that would have been the norm maybe five years from now, but now yeah. it's, it's already here. Yep, yep. The, the other big piece I would say last year was um, something that we've, we've called ReadySign. And this was as dealerships adapted digital contracting, there's documents that we just don't have within digital contracting. Or it could be like dealer forms or whatever it is. Um, it could also be stipulation. So a consumer could come in with their, let's say, proof of insurance or proof of income. So how do we, you know, we needed to help a dealership not have a paper process and electronic process, right? They want to have one full electronic process. So our new product, which we call ReadySign that comes with digital contracting, allows a dealership to take any of these documents and actually upload them right into our digital contracting product. If, if the, the document that they're uploading also can be signed, then they can upload it and actually uh, mark where it's going to be signed and have the consumer sign electronically, 
part of that assisted remote signing. So it really allowed the dealership to take something that was a paper process, make it a full electronic process that they could use digitally when a consumer is either in the showroom or if they're going to do a virtual experience when I'm going to deliver the car to the consumer. We've seen, I tell you, Derek, the utilization on this technology just has grown like leaps and bounds. Like it's grown over 135% between July of last year of 2020 through December of 2020. So we didn't imagine that it could take off as well as it did, but it's been phenomenal so far. And yeah. it's really helping dealerships and consumers interact all together. Well, it took off because it was essentially forced to. Had I mean, it was. It, it, I mean, it was a technology. It was like we have to use this right now. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny you said that because I just refinanced my car, and a lot of that was done. I signed a ton of stuff just online digitally, and um, but it depends sometimes what state you're in because there was paperwork that I had to print out and sign and then actually mail to them. Um, but yeah, I did a ton of it just digitally signing. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Which, which made it a lot easier for me. You know, I was just here and did it at home nice and easy. I didn't have to go anywhere. Uh, but how, how does that integrate with, uh, with, you might've touched on that. Um, does, how does that integrate with dealer track technology? Is that kind of what you just explained? You know, does that streamline the process for dealerships? Yeah. So it's always streamlines the process for dealerships. Um, so one thing we found is as we're rolling these new technologies out is we spent a lot of time on educating the dealerships on how to properly use it between best practices, um, webinars, coffee chats. We did a lot of taking our training resources and doing virtual uh, demonstrations, virtual training webinars for dealers just so they could properly adapt it. I mean, the last thing we wanted was when it's a busy Saturday and somebody's trying to actually utilize the technology that they don't know how to use it. So we spent a lot of right. time training them so they could use it and use it from deal to deal. Um, as we think about this year, right? Last year for us was digital contracting is growing. So how do we provide training? How do we provide uh, better signing solutions, which was, was our assisted remote signing? How do we then um, enable where they can do more within the product, such as uploading their own documents and steps and signing everything together for a single sign experience? When we think about this year, I, we, I really feel like we set the foundation last year. This year is now dealers are leveraging the product. How do we just make it better for them? How do we make it better for them to be able to interact with that customer? So it starts with something that we're calling uh, digital contracting choice, or like you said, decon earlier, decon choice. Yeah. The, the whole premise behind this is how do we actually take the technology, right? The homegrown technology that we have that's, that's part of digital contracting and how do we actually enable that so more lenders can participate? You know, not every lender can actually uh, take advantage of a full-blown electronic workflow and make the same type of investment or, or even be ready to make the same type of investment. So mm -hmm. digital contracting choice allows a lender to participate in electronic workflow it also allows then the dealer to have the same workflow where it's the same validations of things to make sure that um, data validations are in there. Everything can be signed electronically. It delivers the same, uh, each consumer, the same sign experience, but that at the end of the day, it delivers a contract to a lender. There's a notification. The lender can then log into our system and pull down the contract. So it's, it's a pretty unique type of integration of technology. And it really is just allowing dealers to have a same workflow 
for every single consumer, no matter which lender that they're going to. And lenders can participate if they want to take advantage of this. And we're seeing so far a lot of lenders uh, do this. The other, yeah. you know, the other big thing, sorry, the other big thing is how do we actually create more like integrations? So we're integrating with more and more um, of the DMSs that are out there in order to allow the data that's coming in from their system come in seamlessly into our system so the dealer can pick it up within our system, get the validations, go then do the electronic signing, and then submit everything in for what we call the funding. And we so far this year have added automate and dealer build to that. So I know I've said a lot there, but let me, you know, there's a lot of great stuff that's happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's for, it seems for the lender, for the dealer, for the consumer, it's just, it's streamlining the process of, 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 you know, all that contract signing and everything you have to do when you buy a car. And yep. it just seems like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Obviously that's the, it saves time <laughs> and that's, you know, people don't want to be in a dealership for hours on end. Yeah. And, and then the other thing you don't want to have happen is have a, have a consumer do all the paperwork with them and suddenly submit it to the bank and you, maybe you missed the signature and now you got oh, a yeah. customer back. I mean, that's just terrible. You know, you yeah. don't yourself through that or that consumer through that. And we're really solving that with the electronic workflow that's really getting adopted now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Chase Abbott in a, in a previous episode, and we were t- kind of talking about this whole process. And I was saying how my, I, I went with my mom to. I, I'm car savvy, but you know, my mom's not very car savvy, and a lot of people aren't. But I, I went there, and uh, you know, we were there for a while and everything. And the one thing I noticed, I was like, that old printer, that like dot <laughs> matrix printer. Yeah. With that long piece of paper that's got the you know the perforated the the the, the little strip on top with the holes in it that yep. you got to tear off, it's like it's twenty twenty one and we, we still have that printer. Uh-huh. We still need to use that. Like and 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 Chase was saying he he thought it was funny too, but he was saying that's because of a, a lot of states have different regulations and things like that and different laws or whatever. But I feel like like we 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 got we we could do better than that with all this digital <laughs> signing and all this stuff like yeah, totally. it literally like it prints and it's like like the sound of it sounds like 1986 <laughs> <laughs> i, I 100% agree with you you know i i it's funny you say that cuz i always use the analogy that dealer track back in 2001 like killed the fax machine cuz you no longer had to fax things to lenders anymore when you know you had a customer's credit app we just got to get to the point that we could kill that exact machine that you just said. <laughs> and we've got like Nirvana that occurred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny. I was, I was just, we were talking about literally technology and how far advanced it is. And I was, I'm literally like, wait a second, but that printer that's in every dealership, <laughs> that's in every used car, like it's all, it's there. And it's like stood the test of time, you know, which is good for, I guess that technology really at the time when it came out was great, but wow, it's pretty old. <laughs> yep. Yep. Totally. <laughs> Is there uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, before we get going? No, I, th- I think you'll, you know I think one last thing I'd add is um you know we we really are focused in integrations and workflow. I mean, and, and that's that it just benefits everybody, the customer, the dealer, um, the lender. I mean, you know, even just I'll tell you a simple workflow we put in. It's another pretty cool is between our own dealer track DMS and digital contracting. We talked about like a dealer can push all the forms from dealer track DMS with all the data right into digital contracting. Hmm. That's how you can deliver that customer that like single sign experience and then deliver the lender everything that they need in order to be able to fund that deal. 
So it's another great integration that we've put into market that we're having success with. And we've got a lot more of that coming down the pipe that we're excited about this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I feel like, you know, when you're signing all that paperwork and it's, 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 you know, you sign it the one time and then you just click everywhere else and it goes so much faster. And I feel like the more dealerships and, and, and get used to using this technology, it's just going to get faster and faster, yep. which would be great. I agree. I agree. And this is where, that's what we got to be there to be able to support that transition that's already occurring and keep providing a lot of training and be there to handhold the customers. Well, people like getting taken care of. And, uh, well, we appreciate you taking care of this episode. It was awesome. Emil Bonga, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Associate Vice President of Operations at Cox Automotive, Dealer Track FNI Solutions. It's a mouthful, but, hey, that's his title, folks. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really, truly appreciate it. And uh, good luck with shoveling all that snow out there. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, you, too, as well. Stay warm out there and uh, stay healthy. You, too. Thank you. That's Emil Banga, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Dealer News Today, brought to you by Cox Automotive in partnership with the Dave Canton Group. Make sure you follow Dealer News Today on social media. I'm your host, Derek D. Thank you for listening. And hey, if you want to check out my stuff, it's at DerekD.com. See you later, everybody. This is Dealer News Today.